Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros and I am your host today. Thanks so much for finding some time out of your busy day to spend with me. I'm always honored. I recently read an article on Business Wire and it was addressing the chiropractic industry. It says the chiropractic industry is a $15.3 billion industry and it's expected to reach $17.93 billion in 2021, I'm sorry, 2025. Uh, it attributed this growth to um, be driven by the increased number of people that are seeking complementary medical treatment. And I'd have to say I totally agree with that. What I was surprised about is it also addressed the franchise opportunity. It says franchising offers a ready source of marketing, finance, and awareness for new and established clinics. I thought that was really very interesting that they uh, actually addressed the franchise opportunity within the chiropractic industry, which kind of dovetails into what we're talking about today. Today's my guest is Jason Helfrich, and he is a licensed chiropractor, and he was in private practice from 2004 until 2010. Uh, He and his wife, Vanessa, who is also a chiropractor, founded the franchise 100% Chiropractic in 2015, which is a full-service clinic that offers cutting-edge chiropractic care, massage therapy, and a full line of quality nutritional supplements. Currently, there are 49 locations, and so please help me in welcoming Jason to the show. Jason, welcome to the show today. Good morning, Linda. I appreciate the uh, opportunity and the, uh, the thorough introduction. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Jason, so many people, and one of the reasons I do this show is to make sure that people understand that franchising is no longer just burgers and fries. There's so many industries that are embracing that franchise business model because it's a great way to expand um, distribu- it's a distribution method if you if you will it you know helps to distribute products and services so before we get started here tell me a little bit about your background and how you became a chiropractor and why did you leave private practice uh, yeah so I mean let's I guess the, the cliff note version is uh, I was in the restaurant business out of college. Um, and so I, that was my passion. I wanted to run restaurant chains and maybe open my own, which Vanessa and I eventually did. And, you know, I was about 26 at the time. I think my wife was about 23 at the time. And so, you know, we kind of had reached where we wanted to be very early. And at that point, having been in restaurants for a long time, you know, I think restaurants can teach people so much about multitasking mm-hmm. and 
there's so many different attributes of running a successful business within the walls of a restaurant. But uh, we kind of figured out at that point it's something we didn't want to do our whole life. Uh, we had, uh, you know, wanted to make a little more of an impact, I, I will say, on, on the lives of, of the patients and customers, if you will, that we had. And we wanted to build to build a better life for ourselves. We have three boys that are everything to us. And at the time, I was, you know, coaching football and all kinds of stuff. So we decided to go into chiropractic. We had always been patients of chiropractic offices. Vanessa's parents are both chiropractors, and we saw the lifestyle it provided them. And, you know, they seemed very, very happy with, with their career choice. And so uh, we packed up uh, everything in uh, 1999, that gets us back, the way back machine, and uh, went to school and got our, our graduate degree and got our chiropractic degree and then opened our first practice in 2004 in Colorado Springs uh, under the name of 100% Chiropractic. You know, I think kind of tying in a lot of the customer service and uh, the vibe that a restaurant would provide, but of course then the, the health care that uh, people so desperately need and want, and, and more today than even back then, of just how to best take care of yourself and have a responsibility for your health. So we opened that first practice, and I think with our business background, we're able to achieve a, a pretty rapid level of success. We were doing very well and, you know, building our, our, our dream house and doing all the things we wanted to do within a few years. And we literally got to a point where we could not see another patient in the, in the doors. I mean, I was mm-hmm. probably seeing 140 patients a day by myself. It was about a patient every two and a half minutes from the second I opened my doors to the second I wow. left. And so we had to look for a way to expand. And so we said either I start working weekends and nights, which was not an option, uh, back to the focus on the family that we had. And so we said, let's try to open our second location and see if the systems are are really running the show or if it's really, you know, our personalities. And uh, what we quickly realized is the systems uh, were what were successful. Our next office was very successful, equally to ours. And uh, kind of that's how the story went. And two turned to four, turned to ten, and, and here we are. Wow. You know, I love your concept of bringing in that customer service aspect to a chiropractic um, clinic because, I think sometimes that's our expectations are not as high for customer service when uh-huh. it comes to medical care or um, you know any type of clinic. We just show up and we're treated the way we're treated and we leave. But I yep. love your idea of bringing in that customer service from the the restaurant industry because. The restaurant industry, if they don't have good customer service, their doors close. Right. Sometimes they do have customer service that's not even good enough, right? So you have one chance at a first impression. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, if if you start to add in an enjoyable atmosphere, you know, worrying about hitting all the senses, like the decor and how it looks when people walk in, how it sounds, how does that music sound, is it an upbeat environment that families want to come to? You know, versus, uh, you know, the the image we all have growing up of just a clipboard kind of coming out yep. of a little uh, boxed-in window inside saying, fill this out, we'll get to you when it's your turn. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, people in pain will wait, and people that are having discomfort will sit through that. But with chiropractic, we see such a, a large base of our patient base is wellness-based. And so mm-hmm. they are making a decision, and they need a place that they enjoy to come 
that's welcoming and that customer service, you know, not is, is not just met at the bare minimum level, but that we exceed the, every expectation they have at every visit. And that's absolutely what we thrive to do. Mm-hmm. You know, Jason, one of the things I mentioned in the introduction is that you offer uh, cutting-edge chiropractic care. Can you tell me a little bit about what that means? Well, I, you know, I, when people come in, I, we're really big on empowering patients to take control of their their health. And so what we want to do is empower them by educating them on exactly what we're looking at and then giving them some choices of what they want to do. And the type of chiropractic that we offer in our offices is is corrective-based. And so we can take the spine and take a look at it. And so many uh, symptoms, so many abnormalities, so many things people deal with can be tied back to the spine. The brain and nervous system are the master control unit of the entire body. And so every message is a, is, a, is a message from that brain that comes down that spinal column and then out to every tissue, every cell, every organ. We know that when there's interference in that transmission, the body often doesn't function the way it's intended, which is to be healthy. We also know that people have accepted health to be just being out of pain. And health is so much more than just being out of pain. Health, even by the Dorland's Medical Dictionary, is optimal physical, mental, emotional well-being, not merely the absence of disease and infirmities. So what we want to do is help people realize their full potential. And so we show them ways to do that from everything stress management, yes, nutritional supplementation, uh, certainly chiropractic, corrective-based, and then wellness-based ongoing to not wait till something goes wrong, but to be proactive and preventative and, and address things before they become an issue, not after they become an issue. Yeah, most definitely. I agree 100%. Um, I am um, knocking on the door of 70. So I remember when chiropractors were considered more quacks, and mm-hmm. that's what they called them back then. Mm-hmm. They were not even seen as part of the medical options out there. And I'm just so happy because um, – I, I went to a chiropractor that helped me to get um, conceive my first child because yep. I was not able to conceive. And instead of getting on drugs, I opted to go to a chiropractor. And my daughter was um, less than two months old when she had her first adjustment. So I, uh, I think it's just so important for people to understand uh, how critical and how and the role that a good chiropractor can play in your health. Um, so talk to me a little bit then about what that uh, experience is. It sounds like you guys do a lot of educating. And uh, are you finding that people are more receptive to this since we went through what we did last year. Folks, if you're listening to this recording, it's June 7th of 2021. So we all know that health was at the forefront of everyone's mind in 2020. Do you see people more receptive these days, Jason, to taking those, um, taking those steps to be more preventative? Uh, without a doubt. And so, you know, back to what you said, when people – looked at chiropractors as, as pseudo doctors and pseudoscience and things like that. I think like many amazing ideas over time, things are shunned at first and they're mm-hmm. ridiculed and they're mm-hmm. uh, you made to look like a, a lie. 
uh, as opposed to actually looking at what's going on, the research, the science behind it. Um, patients now are absolutely asking the right questions. There's not many silver linings of what we've gone through over the last 18 months. One is, though, patients are asking questions of what can I do to make myself as healthy as possible. And yeah. so what patients know is they're going to come in contact with this virus. Whether you have one mask, nine masks, whatever you're doing, a, vi a vaccine, you're going to come in contact with it at a baseball game, at a train station, even at a family barbecue. So we have to ask the question, why do some people just get knocked out? Why do some people lose their life while other people don't even know they have this? And so what we want to do is enhance the body's ability naturally to deal with the environment that it's placed in. And so people are asking that question, how do I do so? And so chiropractic plays a significant role in that. There's many studies and many case studies of patients having an enhanced immune system response when their bodies function at a high level. There's also a variety of different supplements people can take that help their body when it's challenged at a higher level to, to work through this. So I think patients now are looking, what can I do for myself and my family? And maybe the answer isn't necessarily I want to take an experimental drug or I want to uh, you know, hide away for years without seeing loved ones, what can I do when challenged uh, with my, you know, immune system to best respond? I, I think that we fill a role there. I think patients are asking that question, which is why you mentioned at the very um, first part of this podcast, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the usage of chiropractic is going up by the billions and expect to do, to do so more and more. We have a profession that utilizes 100% of people should be adjusted. Right? There's no yeah. one really, minus very rare circumstances that shouldn't be adjusted. We see about 15% of the population, even on an occasional basis. So that means 85% of the population that we need to educate and empower to take charge of their health and show them, here's what chiropractic can do as a component of your family's healthcare system, not to replace necessarily, but an enhancement and another way to give you guys the best chance to thrive. Yeah, most definitely. Very, very well said there, Jason. Um, so now that we've kind of talked about the the service and of uh, 100% uh, chiropractic, let's talk a little bit about what that franchise opportunity looks like. So when you are looking to expand, are you recruiting uh, chiropractors as your franchisees, or is it necessary to be a, a chiropractor to actually own? 100% uh, chiropractic clinic. Yeah, it, it's not necessary. Our company was built on chiropractors that we took, uh, that joined our group out of school, and we helped them build successful practices very rapidly, so much so that the numbers were incredible, and we had people starting to come to us saying, geez, I wish a non-chiropractor could do this because the revenue mm -hmm. stream is unbelievable. The item 19 numbers are so impressive. I wish I didn't have to be a chiropractor. On the other hand, we had chiropractors saying, you know what, I love it, but I'd rather work for someone for five, six years, pay off some student debt, get, get comfortable with what I'm doing in my career. And so just recently, we've started to put those two together, and about 50% of our growth is actually non-doctors uh, that own clinics, one, two, three clinics that are coming in now and realizing the potential that these offices have uh, as a business revenue model and something they enjoy and believe in philosophically they can get behind because it feels good to do something every day that's helping the lives of patients and, uh, you know, both doctors and non-doctors can get behind something. So about half the states, uh, non-doctors can own offices. 
the other half of the states, uh, something called a management agreement is needed to be in place, uh, which is not a big deal to do. So essentially, uh, every state in the country is somewhere that a non-doctor could own an office, and we're moving forward and all across the country with, with people like that. So, Jason, so if someone's listening and they're a non-doctor, and mm-hmm. or even if they are a doctor, do you help them in recruiting chiropractors to, um, to work in those clinics? We absolutely do because it, it, it's so essential as anyone, it wouldn't come to a big surprise that the person that runs the company, the person that has their hands on patients, is of the utmost importance to the success of the business. And so we absolutely have, you know, we have full-time positions at our corporate office here that do nothing but interview doctors um, all day, every day. And so, you know, we're getting them. We have a big presence in a lot of the universities. We have a big presence in a lot of the clubs. We also have just chiropractors that are looking for a way to have a better business model to achieve some of their financial dreams. They want to take care of patients, but they also want to, you know, build a life for themselves and their family. So, you know, the word and, and the numbers have gotten out certainly within the profession and, and outside the profession, and we have a huge wave of people that want part of this, both that are doctors and non-doctors, and, and we're super excited about that. So, you know, now we process, probably select about 20% of the applicants we have, I would say, make the cut, and of those, then we start to interview and see where they would be the best fit, whether it's open their own location or place them as a clinic director for one of our franchisees. And uh, then we pass them on to the franchisee to make the, the uh, final decision on that. Mm, I love that. And so once someone has decided to come on, whether they are a chiropractor or not, what does some mm-hmm. of that training look like? Because clearly um, someone fresh out of chiropractic school, uh, they may not know how to run a business. And, um, you know, there's a big difference in being able to adjust someone to be able to run a chiropractic office. So what type of training do you offer your new franchisees? Yeah, I mean, you nailed it, Linda, on that. People have always graduated and been fantastic doctors and then didn't know how to turn that into a profitable business. So uh, we always tell people, you know, if if you're not making revenue, it doesn't matter how good you are, you're going to close your doors. You're not going to be able to see patients. So you have to figure out a way to make that successful financially and feel very comfortable accepting that money into your life, which so many doctors get into it just for the patient side, which good for them, that's that's a, a compliment. But at the same time, if they don't turn that into a profit, they're not going to be able to stay in business. So, uh, you know, the training is tremendous. It varies a little bit. They all get the business training. Whether you're a non-doctor or a doctor, you need the, the business systems to run this. So how does this, you know, how does this operation of changing patients' lives turn into a profit? We need to show that to everybody. The doctors that come on board, of course, learn the detailed systems on how to handle patients. Now, the doctors have trained and have their doctorate for a reason, so they, they make the decisions on the patient health care. But we can show them how to best do that in some very unique systems on to optimize patient results, which is the most important thing here. But we know that when you optimize those patient results, you're going to have optimized business results as well and make an incredible income from doing so. So, you know, when people have some interest and look at the item 19, I think they'll be blown away by the numbers. But you have to think very few healthcare offices can process hundreds of patients a day. And you can mm-hmm. start to imagine the profitability when you're taking care of these patients 
is incredible. And you have patients, you know, so excited to come back for more because they see their body waking up. They see their family achieving these goals health-wise that they wanted. And it's just a win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Well, when you're talking about opening a new location, what does that territory look like, Jason? You know, we've selected uh, – we, we monitor all the territories here at corporate office, and by we, I mean myself, my wife, and a couple other people that are high up in the, in the group. And so, you know, we boundaries vary in chiropractic. So, you know, while Starbucks could be across the street from each other and both be highly successful – you know, chiropractic's not that way. At the same time, they also don't need to be, you know, 15, 20 miles apart because there's such a population that we can, we know what we need to serve. And so we look at every location. Generally, it's right around five to seven miles. We like to try to protect as much as we possibly can, but we're not selling territories. We let people come in and buy that area, uh, and then we will let them kind of have that bubble of protection, if you will, monitored by us to make sure that they feel very comfortable and safe with that. And then we start to spread out into these markets. We just don't want to limit our growth by giving people area codes or 15 square Mm -hmm. miles, because I think that's going to really shut down what 100% chiropractic can achieve across the country. And what we've seen, many of our offices that do end up being five, six miles apart, and even a couple closer than that, are some of our best offices in the nation, because they uh, start to create a buzz in an entire environment. They start to share training. They start to share employees. Uh, resources are very easy to share. And they actually do better, not worse, than offices that are more spread out from people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's such a benefit of this franchise business model because it, it does create that buzz, whereas if somebody comes out of chiropractic school and they decide to hang their shingle out, it takes a lot of work to make that buzz happen. And, Jason, they can't do that and see patients all in, in the same day. It's just it's impossible, isn't it? Yeah, it's the biggest mistake that chiropractors make, and I don't think that's exclusive to chiropractic. I think that you have people that business-wise try to open on such a tight budget, uh, which we all understand have been in business. You know, you want to you wanna be smart on your decisions. But – so you have a chiropractor that's spinning hundreds of plates. He or she is a marketer. They're doing uh, insurance rebuttals. They're taking care of patients. They're the hiring. They're the HR. They're the everything in that office. And so everything ends up being done at a solid C level. And therefore, it's a solid C practice, right, making a solid C income. And so if we can take a lot of that stress, for instance, we own the billing company. We've built it. It's, it's been around since we started. And it's growing with our company and doing fantastic. We co-own the software company that are all of our offices use that are, is just cutting edge. And it's the best software program in the, in the industry and allows people to really utilize that software to run their practice as opposed to doing a lot of that work. We handle the marketing. We handle the training. We handle a lot of the HR. We really leave that doctor to take care of patients and inspire and train their staff. And that's what doctors are fantastic at. And when we take the rest of that stress off it and we allow that doctor to implement the systems, we know that the systems will run the business because we see time and time again the results those, those are achieving. Uh, we get doctors together on a quarterly basis. We all get together for what we call tribes, and doctors actually present their numbers to their peers so we can learn from each other. We can hold people accountable. 
and we can ask, what are you doing to achieve such incredible success stories and incredible business success stories? And, you know, we team build, we bond, we get together. It's a very unique group. And I know most people would say it's like a family. I would say more so than any place you ever get involved in, 100% chiropractic is a true family of people that really know, love, and appreciate each other and are looking out for everyone's success. Yeah, that, that's incredible because what you're doing, it sounds like, is you're creating an environment where you're not competitive with each other as franchisees, but, but just wanting to um, elevate the brand almost to make sure everybody has those little uh, inside uh, tidbits of information that may help this, this franchise location over here than maybe the other one in the north part of town could take on that. So it, it's, it's all about uh, seeing each other as a team, not competition, I think, don't you? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, don't get me wrong. People want to be the best of that group. And sure. so there's a little friendly competition that goes along with it. But it's the four-minute mile analogy, you know. I mean, like, we're achieving numbers and practices that people thought weren't doable, that I thought wasn't doable, to be honest, when I was in practice. And when you start to have, we get better every single practice we open. And we dial in the systems at a higher level every time. So while people want to be the best, and, and we acknowledge that, of course, and it's a fun competition that people have. And, but, but it allows everyone to see what is possible. So it takes that excuse of blaming out of your mindset of like this can't be done because you sit every three months and watch somebody that's achieving record numbers and record patient results. And you, what you do as opposed to feeling sorry for yourself and saying, why can't I do that? You pick up the phone. You sit that person down for a glass of wine that night. And you say, yeah. what am I doing? And like no other group, those people will spend time effort and resources to make sure you get where you need to get. And that's very powerful to have people that are getting it done help you to get it done. Yeah, I love that. I'll tell you what, Jason, I need to take a quick commercial break, but I have a feeling that you've got some stories that you could share with our listeners. And I love stories. Could you maybe share a few with us when we come back from break? Of course. Wonderful. Folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break, and we will be back with more about 100% chiropractic. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. 
Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Linda Bayestetos here, and we're here today with Dr. Jason Helfrich, and he is the founder, co-founder of 100% Chiropractic. And Jason, when we broke for commercial break, I asked if you happen to have a few stories you could share with us. Um, I would love to. And, you know, as a doctor myself, my mind immediately goes to the miracle stories I've seen in patients. And I know this isn't necessarily what the podcast is about because this is more the franchise side of it. But I want people to know that that's what the company's built on is people whose lives are changed. You said it earlier on. It helped you to conceive your first child. Uh, we right. see that all the time. We see people getting off drugs, medications. We see depressed people that are starting to function a little bit more and not just hiding symptoms. You know, we, we don't just cover it up. We see people actually addressing and getting to the source. So, you know, we could spend a week going over the, the miracle stories of patients and our practices, and that's really what it's all about. But I'll take it to the franchise model because we, we've had multiple doctors come in who failed in practice. In other words, they decided to go on their own, and they, they're great docs that we spoke of earlier. They can adjust. They are fantastic with patients. They had no idea how to run a business. And the business world is, is ruthless, right? We, we know that. It, it doesn't yeah. care about how talented you are, what kind of person you are. You have to provide a service that's going to be in demand for people, and when you do, you're very successful. When you don't, you close your doors. You don't, you don't make a living. And so we've seen several of these people come in, and it, it changes their life equally. We talked about the patients, but I have certain people that, that you know, that they were at rock bottom. They have landlords that are going after them uh, because they couldn't pay their rent. And they have student loans going after them because they couldn't pay their student loans. And, and then I would meet with these people and see that what a great person they are. Like they just need the ability to succeed. And two of these people that had come to mind right away, and I, and I wish I could even say their specific names, but I, but I don't, didn't have the permission to do so, but they have built practices that are seven-figure practices doing incredible things within a year or two after having wow. been in a failed environment before that. So, you know, my biggest challenge when I decided to come out of practice in 2010, right, right in then, was are we going to make this impact on patients? Are we still going to do what I and my wife had built, which was changing these lives of patients? And I started to quickly realize, you know what, even though my hands aren't on that person specifically, I'm going to 10X my ability to change people's lives because now we have 120 doctors in our company that are having these miracle stories. And as I start to see our company grow from you know, 50 here soon and then 100 at the end of the year or so, I start to see the impact that we're making because I see the numbers uh, that are coming into our practices and the thousands and thousands that one person could never see. So the miracles are many, but the miracles business-wise are also incredible. Uh, one more thing to touch on that, we had several people that were investors behind us in the, in the get-go, people that I know from the golf course and different things like that. They just invested behind us. They, over time, started to see the numbers we were doing as well they've recently decided to open practices as we opened this up to non-doctors. And to see what they're able to do, people that were working 50, 60 hours a week and fairly happy doing so, but didn't, weren't able to achieve their financial life or their time off life with their family that they wanted, and to rapidly see them realize, 
oh, my goodness, this is going to enable me to do different things, coaching kids, spending weekends with family, going on vacations. That, in its own right, changes people's lives, and it changes the journey of how you enjoy life. So, you know, I love watching people, both patients and business patients, if you will, to, uh, to, to put it in the terms like that, just achieve this level of success that's incredible because that's really what it's all about. Most definitely. And, you know, Jason, when you look at it, um, 100% chiropractic is not just focused mainly on um, the, someone's health, their, their physical health, but they're also, you're also offering an opportunity for franchisees to have um, a healthier financial existence as well, right? Without, without a doubt, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I'll tell you what, Jason, um, we're coming close to the end of the show, and if someone's listening and they want to know more, maybe they just want to know where the nearest location is, or maybe they do want to know more about that franchise opportunity, where would they go to get that information? Well, I think the first spot is to check out our, our webpage, and there's a couple of versions of that. So the first one is 100percentchiropractic.com, percent is spelled out, so one zero zero then percent chiropractic spelled out.com. That's the patient facing page. That's going to show you all the locations we have coming soon. Really a little bit about what we are, what's our culture, what's our vision, you know, what's our statement of purpose. I think that that's the most important thing to see if it's something that if you do think you may have interest in, you want to know philosophically, am I congruent with these people? Is this a company I want to get behind? If so, the next place you want to go to is 100percentfranchise.com. And that's, again, 100, 100, then percent franchise spelled out. That's going to show you the franchise side of it. That's going to put you uh, in contact with people like Chelsea, who's your, your portal of entry person on information about opening your own 100% practice and the different areas we have and everything. So it's, um, you know, the people that you're going to meet in our group, Dr. Brandon, for instance, heads up the sales department. He's built eight practices himself. He still owns and operates practices. So you're not talking to people that haven't done it themselves. They can speak from experience. Darnell's on our sales team. She built the most successful practice in the company, and now she's coming on board with us. It shows you the culture we've created when these people absolutely take a pay cut to come work for us here at corporate because they believe in the vision so much of what we're doing. Um, always feel free to reach out to me. My direct email is drjason at 100percentdoc.com. That's drjason at 100% spelled out, then doc, doc.com. And I will be happy to answer any questions you may have as well. So uh, there's a million different resources I can put you in touch with. Uh, like very few franchises, when people, the first thing we learned, I remember early on, was pick your top five people that you're going to send people to, the ones that are going to say good stuff about you, and, and, and what are you going to say to overcome the people that say bad stuff? And I can say with 100% honesty, there's not one person in our company that I don't want you talking to. The, I want you talking to the top practice. I want you talking to the one that's doing the lowest numbers. And I think what you'll find is every single one of them speaks highly of the group that's behind them because we, they know we're busting our butts to make sure they achieve their goals. Yeah, yeah. And everybody has different goals. Um, you know, one franchisee, they may not have the goal of um, another franchisee that's in another city. So everybody has their own goals. So just because someone's numbers are not 
as high as others, that doesn't mean that they're not reaching their own personal goals. So um, I'm so but, glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that because we have some doctors that come in and say, I just, I just want to, I want to make a great living and just have one practice yeah. and see 400 a week. We have other people that want to open 50 practices. So you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, um, we're down to those final three questions. And the first question here, Jason, is if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? You know, I think you do your due diligence. I think you, as opposed to looking at numbers, which are very important, I want you to look at culture because I want you to Mm -hmm. find a place that you're going to feel comfortable with, not a place that you don't enjoy the business. And I think as you start to narrow it down to three, four different places, I would ask the questions of what is the culture? What is the belief system? How does it feel when everyone gets together? Because this is your life. This is not only just a business move. This is something you're going to want to enjoy, the colleagues and people you're working with. And when you're mentioning your new business at a cocktail party, I think you want to have that sense of pride in what you represent and what you're doing. We're very proud of the results we achieve for patients. I think it's something that's incredible. I love going, resting my head on my pillow every night, knowing the impact that we're making in today's world uh, makes me feel very good about it. But that would be my, my recommendation is not only look at the numbers, that's important, and look at those eventually, but also look at the culture of what you're getting involved in. Yeah, most definitely, because the numbers can be, um, you know, manipulated to work in your favor, but the culture is the culture, and yep. you're, you're buying into that culture. Very good point there, Jason. The next question here is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? You know, I think there's always going to be that entrepreneurial hunger a little bit, even though opening a franchise takes away a lot of that risk. I think you still have to have that skin of an entrepreneur, the, the get knocked down, get back up. I mean, you know, there's, there's frustrations even before you open up, the build-out process, the permitting process, uh, little things along the way where you're writing checks before you have money coming in. So I think you have to have that entrepreneurial bug a little bit. I think that's important. Um, You know, I think another thing that people want to have is the ability to implement systems. If you want to create your own thing, nothing wrong with that, right? Then you should go do that. But if you're going to get involved in somebody, whether you're selling chicken wings or cutting hair or delivering chiropractic adjustments, pick the company whose systems you agree with and then don't recreate the wheel. Let those systems go to work with you. And then certainly add feedback to the corporate office. We love feedback for what's going on. But at the same time, we see what these are producing. We expect our people to come in as hungry entrepreneurs, and we promise in return that we'll show you a successful path uh, to the dream business that you wanted. But we don't want to bicker back and forth about what we can change and, you know, things that can be altered. So I would say a little bit of following the systems and a little bit of that entrepreneurial bug that you're going to need to, to enjoy the journey. Yeah, there, it definitely, definitely needs to be that blend for someone to feel that it is um, it's their business. And so, you know, buying a franchise is certainly your business, but you're buying a, a system as well. So the final question here, Jason, is a franchising look like? You know, I think more and more people are I, – I know firsthand from who's coming in our practice, there's people that just want to work for themselves but they also want to make a fantastic living. So it's not a hobby, not even a side hustle necessarily that they're looking for. What they want is a career move. 
And so, you know, there's a lot of police officers, there's a lot of teachers, there's a lot of corporate executives. There's a lot of people that are like, I want a different way to enjoy my life at a higher level. And many were highly successful in other career paths, but they're starting to see what are different ways that I could also take this, something I believe in, and also take this to, to the next level financially. And so I think it's, it's the future of franchising, I think, is just incredible and in that this provides the systems for people to become big-time entrepreneurs and business owners, but also not have to start from scratch. And it's allowing them to get out of industries maybe they don't love like they used to, or maybe the hours aren't conducive for them achieving their financial and family goals at the same time. And so they're finding different business systems that allow them to do so. So I think it's very bright. I know that we have interest coming in like I never even imagined. We're so blessed beyond belief with the phone calls and, and things that are coming in daily. And, um, you know, we appreciate that. And we on our side can guarantee that we'll work with you to see if this is a good fit for you. And if it's not, we'll be the first ones to recommend that maybe a, a different franchise is better for you. But uh, I would recommend certainly franchising. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Jason, one more time, what are those two websites that you shared with us earlier where people can find out more information about 100% chiropractic? Yeah, 100percentchiropractic.com, 100, and then percentchiropractic, spelled out, .com. And that's going to get you all the patient-facing information all about us, who we are. Uh, 100% franchise, 100% franchise, spelled out, .com, is going to get you all the business information and in contact with people that you'd want. Um, if you even go onto social media channels, it's easy to follow who we are, too. Type in 100% chiropractic, and every location we have will come up. Take a look at those locations, see what they're all about on either Facebook or Instagram. We have a YouTube channel, and you can also see some of these miraculous patient testimonials, meet some of the office staff that we have that's, that's implementing this life-changing care, and get to know us a little bit before you even make that first call to see if that's a good fit for you. Wonderful. Jason, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today, and I really look forward to seeing um, the growth that you guys are going to have this year. I really appreciate it. Linda, likewise, I certainly appreciate the opportunity, and uh, I look forward, maybe we can do this again in a year and follow up on that. I would love to have you back on, Jason. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Linda. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. So, folks, as always, I'm going to leave you with a quote, and this quote is very appropriate. Um, the quote goes like this, the doctor of the future will give no medicine, but will interest the patient in the care of their human frame, in diet, and in the cause and prevention of disease. That's exactly what Dr. Jason was talking about. That's exactly what 100% chiropractic delivers. And oh, by the way, this quote is by Thomas Edison. Folks, thanks so much for joining me today on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.